2: Welcome to Wealth Creator Radio. How long will your retirement last? For some retirees, it's lasting two, three, even four decades. Are you ready for that? Truly ready? Hi, I'm Luann Fulmer, and welcome to Wealth Creator Radio with Eric Heckman of Heckman Financial. Well, let's first of all start off with a lesson that we can learn from, a financial fail. Tell us about it.
3: Well, right now it's probably about... uh not selling that company's stock. And and it's always a tough one cuz you know, if you're at some of these high flying, you know, Apple, Google, a lot of these, you know, stocks that have been shooting up forever and ever, uh Nvidia, you know, I've got a lot of different clients at all these different companies, and it's really really hard for them to sell that stock off and you know, after this drop at the end of 2018, you know, that can be you know, a lot of money gone really fast and I've had more than one client that's Lost multiple millions in terms of their stock value. You know, why is that? Well, because it had shot up a bunch and they still didn't want to sell, still didn't want to sell. Then you look, okay, now what happened? Um, now it may come back up. But, you know, that's one of the things that you have to do is anytime you buy any stock, even if it's a great stock at a company that's you know, been doing really well, things always change. So, you know, you always have to have three answers that you have to answer. One is, why am I buying you know, that particular stock or that particular investment, you know, what exactly is it probably should be actually the first one and then why that that specific one. And then lastly, how am I going to get out of it, right? So not just in the, in the good times, but also in the bad times. I mean, most people are saying, oh, yeah, I have no problem selling my stock once it doubles in value or something, but what if it drops down by 20%, 30%? 40 you know when do you when do you get out so uh you know and that's the hard part is because then human nature kicks in and we kind of ignore it or we try not to act like it's happening and then all of a sudden you're like oh my gosh it's down so far now i guess i'll finally sell now and you know you get almost nothing out of it well that's obviously not the great way to go either so having some sort of rules you know if you're in the investment world we really call that investment policy statement having some sort of actual written thing saying if he goes up this much, I'll sell or if it goes down this much, I'm going to sell and get out. And you know, when it goes up, you don't have to sell all of it either. I mean, you could be just selling off chunks of it. I mean, one of the newer people I'm working with, I mean, he was at least, you know, smart enough last year to sell off a bunch of his Apple. And, you know, he was kind of jokingly saying that it didn't help anything because his stock shot up more than he sold. So he still had the same amount. Well, (laughs) now the market fixed that issue (laughs) because now he's got a lot less than he did then. So, uh, you know, so it was good in hindsight that he did did sell off some of that, you know, those higher numbers. So, you know, that's one of the things you want to be really paying attention to is, you know, having a plan anytime you're investing in anything.
2: Have a plan. And actually today we're going to be talking about three stages in retirement and how you really have to have a plan for each stage because a lot of us could have that 30-year retirement. It is a possibility. The fastest growing population percentage-wise are centenarians. That's people turning 100 years old. So Eric, how do you help clients envision their years in retirement? Where do you start with them?
3: Well, you know, one of the things is you have to really kind of look at it and and like you're saying, it could be very likely 30 years, could be 40, uh, which is crazy, right? Because you you probably worked 40 years maybe, or maybe not even quite that, you know? So the really big part is, first of all, it's, you get those go-go years, you know, this is the time when you're doing all that bucket list stuff, right? So this is all the, the fun stuff that you've been planning on doing and... You know, you may have been wanting to do Machu Picchu or an African safari, all those types of stuff. You know, doing those road trips. You know, then you have the slow go years, which are ones where you're gonna be maybe taking a cruise instead of doing a hike or you know, other things like that. And then you have kind of the won't go years. It's not that you can't go, but you probably just won't go very far. <laughs> you won't have to go out and do much. And so really if you start thinking about that way, you know, what happens is you're gonna really spend a lot more money early on. I mean I hate really hate those things that say you need 70% of your pre-tax income from, you know, before you worked and all the silly stuff. It's like, no, if you got seven days to play and have fun, you're going to need a lot more money early on. And then, you know, you'll slow down. So, you know, really that's what you want to do is start looking at how that money's laid out and how your timing's going to flow and, you know, really looking at those different segments of time, they may may or may not necessarily be a decade. Hopefully the go-go years are more like 15 years, but, but if you look at them in decades, it's probably fairly close to accurate.
2: All right. So, Eric, tell us what you're seeing in the go-go years because those sound like a lot of fun years for people in retirement.
3: Yeah. They, I mean, these are the ones where... You know, you should hopefully be in pretty good health and you got a higher energy level. So this is the stuff where you're doing all that, like I said, that expensive things like those trips that you always want to do. You know, I just had a client leave for New Zealand for two months and, uh, you know, the fun stuff. Right. And then, you know, this this stage can be kind of dangerous in the sense that, you know, if you end up having a little too much fun and spending too much. Then you may end up having the next two stages not be so great. So you do have to be kind of careful on your spending level because I find most people in those first five to ten years they can spend a hundred to hundred and fifty percent of what they used to make. You know, a lot more than you used to spend because you got all this time to do it and you're doing more expensive stuff. And so it may not seem like much because they're spending, you know, X dollars per month, but then all of a sudden they throw in a $20,000 vacation here and there and boom, all of a sudden you're spending way more. So, you know, that's where coming into a plan and it really helps out. And, you know, at Heckman Financial, what we do here is we create that blueprint to worry less wealth. This blueprint is just a short document that's customized to, to the, everybody we meet with. And really what we do is first and foremost, go over that income plan and how is that money going to spend for the rest of your life? Is it going to last you for the rest of your life? What types of investments should you have to get that income? Then what types of tax ramifications are there along the way? Healthcare issues and legacy issues. And that's the five areas of the the blueprint to worry less wealth. It's something we do for you and your family. No cost, no obligation. All you do is come in for a first visit and we kind of find out what your worries are. Second one, we go over the strategies, show you the blueprint, and then it's up to you if you want to decide to work with us or not. So again, there's no cost, no obligation. Just give us a call. 800-454-1184. 800-454-1184. Or go online to wealthcreatorradio.com. Again, it's wealthcreatorradio.com.
2: So, Eric, tell us where we're going to get these sources of income. What should we be relying on in this first stage of retirement?
3: Yeah, well, I always divide people's money up in three types. So the 401ks of the world force us into all stocks and bonds. And those are not great income sources. I mean, you can get dividends and a little bit of money from bonds. But typically, if you look at most people's portfolio, it's about one5 to 2.5%. That's not enough to live on in terms of you know cash flow. So the second part would be having some foundational assets, stuff that can't go away. So if it's a 2018 year end where things are not looking so great and things are down, if you have some stuff that's guaranteed and can't go away, then you can go get those assets that time uh, when the market's up. You can take it from the market side. And so you have a lot more options. And then also if the third one is if you have some steady income money. This is stuff that's not in the stock market. that's paying typically about 5 to 7% on a monthly basis ideally. So it's giving you some cash flow. So if you think about it, you should have Social Security. You should have some of this cash flow coming in. And then if you have, you could also have some guaranteed lifetime income in there on the foundational side if you want. And then also then you'll, your market money is kind of more the inflation hedge it's it's kind of building more for those big trips and and you know so that's what we do here at heckman financials we actually sit down we do that blueprint to worry less wealth where we do that income plan investment tax healthcare, legacy plan all rolled into one it's only about a 15 to 20 page document customized to you and there's no cost no obligation all you have to do is sit down and have one visit with us we go over what what you're worried about Second visit, we show you that blueprint and that's up to you if you want to work with us or not. So if that's something you want to take advantage of, give us a call, leave us a message at 800-454-1184, 800-454-1184, or go online to
2: wealthcreatorradio.com. When we come back, we'll talk about the second stage of retirement, the slow-go years. It's information you won't want to miss. You're listening to Wealth Creator Radio with Eric Heckman. We'll be right back.
4: Imagine for a moment that an intense storm is pounding your house. Will the roof leak? Will the siding peel away? What about your basement? Will it flood? If your house is properly built and maintained, you'll be fine. But what about your 401k or your investments? Your retirement income? The stock market has had a great run the last few years, but is its current turmoil making you feel uneasy? Are you confident your portfolio is built to weather a financial storm? Now may be a great time to get a second opinion on your retirement strategy. Call Eric Heckman of Heckman Financial and Insurance Services, 408-297-9800. His team will examine your portfolio and show you if your investments are in need of some weatherproofing. Don't let your retirement get caught in the rain. Call 408-297-9800. Heckman Financial and Insurance Services Inc is a registered investment advisory firm. We are an independent financial services firm helping individuals create retirement strategies using a variety of investment and insurance products to custom suit their needs and objectives. California insurance license number 0E89971.
2: Welcome back to Wealth Creator Radio with Eric Heckman. I'm Anne Fulmer. Today we're talking about how long your retirement could last. We're talking 20, 30, maybe even 40 years. And that's all a good thing, but you do need to fund that retirement, especially if it's going to be 40 years. You have to have sources of guaranteed income, like Social Security, maybe a pension if you're lucky, some products that can be used. So we're kind of breaking retirement today. We're breaking it down into three stages. So we're ready to transition into the ages between 75 to about 85, Erica, the slow-go years. And I know taxes are so important, really, at any stage, but they're also so impossible to predict. So how do you help your retirees plan for taxes in retirement?
3: Yeah, well, taxes, of course, are always a factor in retirement. And the part that most people don't get is how complicated taxes are once you retire. And every time I point this out to people, they're just like, what? What are you talking about? And the reason why is when you get a W-2, you, know, you get your tax return, right? You put the info in and you just send it off and figure out how much you owe, right? <laughs> so there's not much to doing to anything like that. But when you're retired, you've got different buckets of money. You know, you've got your, obviously, your 401k IRA type money. It's all pre-tax. That's so all taxable coming out. You might be lucky enough to have some Roth money and some tax-free money. Maybe you just did some regular investments or just regular savings accounts. That's what we usually call non-qualified money. And all of these have different tax sources, different tax you know, uh, ramifications. And so you get to pick and choose how much you want to take from each one of these buckets so you can actually create your own tax level each year to year. And so it's a lot more complicated because if you're actually choosing how to get taxed, if if, if you're planning. A lot of times people don't plan and they just withdraw money and then they find out how much they got taxed and they're like, what? <laughs> and, and so, yeah. So if you're doing a real plan, then what you have to be doing is really looking at, okay, how are these taxes? You know, which, which should I pay now? What should I do, do later? And, and a lot of times people pick the wrong amounts and take the wrong monies for the wrong dollars and, and they don't realize it.
2: So ideally, what you said, Eric, was that we really need to have more than one type of an account in our retirement portfolio, right?
3: Yeah. I mean, ideally, you want to have some taxable money, tax-free money, um, Social Security, of course, income coming in. You know, you might have a pension, which if, if you're lucky enough, that's great. It does hurt you tax-wise, but it's a good income, so who cares? So what you really want to do is look at, okay, how should I take all these? Because I'm going to get gonna mix all these things together. And I think probably the biggest problem that people do, don't do realize is there's kind of three time timeframes uh, depending on when you retire. So if you retire before your full retirement age, which for most people is 66 or 67 today. yeah. You know, so say you retire at 60 or 62, but you don't turn on social security until you're 66. Well, that's one phase of time. And that's going to be when you have the least amount of forced income because you can pick how you get your income. Once you turn on Social Security, then you get the Social Security phase of income. And so you're always going to have a baseline amount of income just that Social Security is going to be generating. And then once you hit 71, you at 70, the late, the, there's no reason not to turn on Social Security past 70. So you'll definitely have Social Security on. And then once you hit 70 and a half you have to be taking money out of your IRAs and 401ks and all that stuff that you said, don't tax me now, tax me later. And so that's kind of the third phase and that's the highest tax phase. And I've met with clients recently where they are going to be, they're both working right now and they are going to be at about a 10% higher tax bracket when they're 71 than they are when they're working when they're 60. You know, the whole, on the retirement lower bracket, no, it doesn't really work very well because if a lot of the deductions have gone away. A lot of your write-offs have gone away. And of course, once you're retired, you're not funding a retirement plan. You know, you're not putting money in a lot of these things that were giving you tax savings. So you can have a lot less income, but have the same taxable income. And so that's really why you want to pay attention to the taxable income, not Just your overall income or just a gross income because it's really, you know, how much are you going to be paying tax on? And, you know, and so that's why here at at Heckman Financial, when we sit down with somebody, we create that blueprint to worry less wealth because we want you to worry less about your taxes and financial plan and more about having fun and going taking those trips and what we'll do is we'll create that income plan, first and foremost, make sure your money's going to last. Look at the investments that you have to generate that income. Look at the taxes, not just today, but the taxes over your lifetime and see, okay, how can we lower taxes permanently? And then look at the healthcare issues, legacy issues. And that's the five areas of the, of the blueprint to worry less wealth and something we can create for you. No cost, no obligation. All you have to do is uh Give us a call. We'll set up a time to visit, and then we can just go over this, see what you're worried about, show you the plan, and it's up to you if you want to work with us or not. 800-454-1184. Again, leave us a message, 800-454-1184, or go online to wealthcreatorradio.com. it's yes, wealthcreatorradio.com.
2: So, Eric, it sounds like the retirement income strategy, you know, how much you withdraw from each account isn't really set in stone for everyone. Is that right?
3: Yeah, with, I mean, with the exception, of course, once you hit 70 and a half, you have to be taking money out of your, you know, your required minimum distribution. But before that, you can be picking. And so, one smart thing to do, especially if you're retiring earlier, say at 60, and you don't have all these other income sources, most accountants, CPAs will say, oh, don't touch your, your, money until you're 70 and a half. Let all that keep growing tax deferred. That's just dumb advice. Really bad advice. Because uh, guess what? If you have all that compounding money, compounding taxes, you're going to be in a high compounded tax bracket. And that's not where you want to be. You want to actually pay less in taxes. So taking a little bit out of there, even if you don't need it, makes sense. Or what we lots oftentimes do is, uh did this for a client last year, where we, you know, last minute. We, you know, last two weeks of the year, we quickly ran through his income and he had a bunch of money in savings that he's been living off of. So we just did some Roth conversions and, you know, just converted a little bit to Roth and yeah, he'll pay the tax on it, but he was in such a low bracket. It's probably not even going to be taxable. And that makes his required minimum distribution now a tiny bit less. Yeah. You, know, you do get a pick and choose where you're taking that money out. So it's not set in stone, but you do also want to be paying attention of, when should you be taking which dollars? Because it is really critical, and and you may lose a lot of tax savings if you don't plan it right.
2: Okay, so we're in the slow-go years, and what are some of the issues that you focus on when it comes to planning for this second stage of retirement, the slow-go years?
3: Well, obviously, this is a time frame when, as you're talking about energy, also health tends to decline too. So, yeah, you, know, you do have to watch out for health care costs and you know how are you going to be paying for those? Do you have a Medicare supplement? Do you have long-term care, which is really tough insurance to even get and it's questionable if it's worth it. So a lot of times that's when we're talking about, well, hopefully we addressed a lot of it ahead of time, but you know, having some alternatives to long-term care and having some ways to make sure you can pay for some of these things. Uh, but really just being, you know, planning for all that, the money that you're going to need and, and what types of money you're going to need. Uh, you're going to still need some income and you're going to still need some fun money, but you know, you also might have to be dealing with some other issues. So uh, it, it is a tougher and kind of more transitional time frame for for a lot of people. And, you know, and then also you, during this time, usually one of the big discussions is, Yeah, required minimum distributions, how much are you having to take out? Now, sometimes we've got some clients where, I mean, they're just getting clobbered by taxes because they did a great job saving and now they don't need it all. But the government's saying you got to take it out. And so I've got one client who's paying double Medicare premiums because most people don't realize your Medicare Part B and Part D can be doubled, tripled, or quadrupled depending on your income and retirement. And so he was lucky enough to uh, have a pension because he was a teacher, and now he's in this really high tax bracket because his IRA money is causing him to withdraw more money, and now it's doubling his Medicare premiums.
2: So, all right, let's talk about Medicare for a little bit. Most of us are going to become eligible at 65 for Medicare. And we know it covers a lot of things like doctor's appointments and some hospital stays, but it does not cover things like dental visits, hearing aids, and long-term care, right?
3: Correct. Yeah. And just for the out-of-pocket stuff, I mean, just the copays, all this other things, most studies are showing around 250 to 300 thousand is how much an average couple will spend from 65 on, not counting long-term care. Just talking about the the normal costs of stuff, and so that's something you have to be, you know, obviously having in your budget is probably a lot more medical than you're used to spending right now, and figuring out how am I going to do that, and where's that money going to come from, and you know, again, just planning it in there is is probably the most critical factor, and you know, so I mean that's. That's the tough part is there's a lot to be looking at when you're talking about retirement. It's not just one thing. You know, it's all these things, taxes, healthcare, income, you know, all these things together. And so, you know, that's how we came up with the blueprint to worry less wealth is have people worry less about their healthcare situation, less about all this risk stuff and stuff in the market and have more fun, have more enjoyment. And so again, 800-454. 1184. Leave us a message for no cost visit 800-454-1184 or go online to wealthcreatorradio.com against wealthcreatorradio.com.
2: When we come back, we're going to talk with Eric about creating that bucket list for when we retire. So you won't want to miss it. This is Wealth Creator Radio with Eric Heckman of Heckman Financial.
1: issuing insurer.
2: Welcome back. I'm Lou Anne Fulmer here with Eric Heckman, president of Heckman Financial, and this is Wealth Creator Radio. Today, we've been talking about the three stages of retirement. And if you're just joining us, stage one in retirement are the very active years, the go-go years. While in stage two, things will likely slow down, so we call them the slow-go years. But stages one and two will no doubt be filled with exciting adventures. I know I'm looking forward to that someday, Eric. Let's talk about the bucket list. I bet you have so much fun when you work with your retirees. Do you talk to them about bucket list items? Do you help them come up with ideas?
3: Well, I don't really have them come up with ideas, but I do hear all the stuff that they want to (laughs) do. And so that's always the fun part. And I mean, for my own father, he he wanted to have his take his rv and uh and go to every single state that touches the atlantic so there's 18 oh my and so That's that was us across the country <laughs> yep and, then, and so he went literally from california all the way you know through galveston and all that stuff down to key west up to you know all the way up to maine and stuff and all that uh pretty much back then i think he was getting uh he was pretty much doing four dollar a gallon gas when he, the time frame he went, so it was not the greatest <laughs> time frame to be doing that, especially with an RVs that get seven or eight miles to the oh, gallon. Yeah. So, yeah. You know, so I mean that that's kind of a neat, you know, interesting one. And then I've got a lot more people that want to do just you know touring around the country. There's a lot of, of course big trips. I mean the biggest ones I think are they you know, almost always have somebody going to Machu Picchu every year. I have usually several clients nowadays going to the river cruises in in Europe. They all love those. African safaris have gotten to be pretty big too um I have one client that uh he i don't know what you call this, but uh it's beyond glamping um mm. <laughs> he, he he did, he did he did a safari that they flew a cargo container ship that had a full working bathroom you know hot water everything they flew it from site to site um so that way you know you'd have you know just normal bathrooms and he had a four poster bed and his Tent, you know, in dresser drawers. I don't know if you can call that a tent at that point anymore. So it depends on kind of levels. Uh, yeah, so there's a lot of fun stuff. You know, I've got a client who's in his mid 80s and actually he just left for New Zealand and he was telling me he basically he's going to ha- tour around for a week or two. And then after that, he's just renting a camper and he's got no real plans. He's just going to drive around for about a month or two. Wow. That <laughs> so, awesome. That so yeah, fun. so there's, there's some fun ways you can get around and Just go for it, right?
2: Well, as we've been talking today, um, we're all living out retirements that can last 20, 30, sometimes even 40 years. That is a long retirement. Um, It's not like it was when our parents and our grandparents retired. I think probably back then an average retirement was about, what, 12 years, Eric? Something like that?
3: Probably for most people, Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, Social Security age was picked because that was pretty much life expectancy. So that was just to cover people who lived too long you know, obviously that's, that's nowhere near anything now. I mean, life insurance tables go to 120. So the mi- nice part is that means middle age is 60. Right. right? So, yeah, right. <laughs> so yeah, that
2: makes it good. I'm so, going gonna, gonna to turn middle age my next birthday. <laughs>
3: <laughs> there you go. And, and so, yeah, the, the longevity is getting to be a bigger and bigger issue. And, and, and it's kind of a scary one because, you know, for some reason it's, It's one of these weird things that people do mentally, but I'll talk to somebody and and say, you know, well, yeah, how long do you think you'll be around or something? Or they'll sometimes just volunteer and say, yeah, yeah, I'm probably going to live to, you know, whatever, I'm 85. And then I ask about some of their family members and they're in their 90s or something. And, you you know, you just kind of go, well, why does everybody always pick a, You know, think they're going to die sooner than all their relatives that that actually lived in a time when there was less health advances than today. And so that's one thing, I mean, that you have to really watch out for. Because, like, the the funniest one I had, and I mean, it's such a cool story, is I had a client get this weird letter, and I actually had not seen the letter. And I had to look up, she had a, some regular money, not IRA money, and a tax-deferred annuity. And it's done really well. It's actually, you know, it's guaranteed you can't lose money. And the interest rates average is, is, has really been very, very good. But... She doesn't really need the money, but they were saying she has to start taking money out. And then I realized she hit the maximum age on the policy, which that one was a little weird. Most of them were 95 at the time, and that one was 92. So we had to apply for an extension and now then they gave her this weird date. And I realized what that date was. It's her hundredth birthday. My goodness. <laughs> so, oh my goodness. So, so she got a eight year my extension goodness. before she has to start taking money out. And then after that, she'll have to start taking money out and paying taxes on this money. So she's got a little bit of time, <laughs> but uh funny part is, you know, usually you hear people talking about, oh yeah, I'm the, yeah, well I get all this inheritance from my parents and all this stuff. Well, well, if you get that inheritance when you're in your 70s and 80s, because your parents were you know, 100 when they died, yeah, you know, that might be a little tough to try to retire on. And guess what? If they're going to live that long, there ain't going to be as much inheritance to get anymore either. So, yeah, you know, so, so that's one of the tough things is, you know, is how do you how do you guarantee this money? How do you, how do you make sure you have enough to last? And I think that's one of the critical things. And so when we're sitting down with people, what we do is we create that blueprint to worry less wealth. It's, it's a, just a short 15, 20 page document that kind of goes over everything that you really need. First and foremost, you know, how do we take that worry out of retirement and have you worry about having fun stuff instead of your finances. And so first we create that income plan how is that money going to last? Is it going to last the rest of your life? If not, when's it going to run out? Because we need to know that now. And then look at the investments. How are we investing money to get that income? What's the tax ramifications along the way? How do we avoid some of those if we can? And how do we lower the taxes for the rest of your lifetime? Then really look at the healthcare issues, legacy issues. And that's the five areas of the blueprint to worry less wealth. It's something we can create for you and your family. No cost, no obligation. All you got to do is uh, give us a call. We'll set up a time and really just have a quick visit. Find out what you're worried about, what the concerns are. And then the next meeting, we show you that blueprint. And that's up to you if you want to work with us or not. Again, no cost, no obligation. 800-454-1184. 800-454-1184. Or go online to wealthcreatorradio.com. again dot wealthcreatorradio.com.
2: So again, why don't you tell us how we can make our money last as long as we do?
3: Well, you know, one of the best tools out there is really using some sort of an annuity. And a lot of times people say, annuities? Aren't those things awful and bad? Guess what? Social Security is an annuity. A pension's an annuity. So annuity just means some sort of annual income for life. Now, the ones we're talking about typically are... Initially deferred annuities ones that you put money in there, let it grow for a while, and then at some point you turn on an income stream, and that income stream then lasts for the rest of your lifetime. Now, the old school annuities are the ones where you give an insurance company a hundred thousand bucks, they give you you know say six seven hundred dollars a month for the rest of your life, eight hundred whatever it is, and that money's all gone so if you died the next day, they win if you die after twenty years, you win uh you know so it's kind of just a whole gamble uh, most people don't like those <laughs> most people don't like those are called immediate annuities really what we're talking about is the deferred kind so these are ones where your money's still there you're just doing some sort of withdrawal for the rest of your life now there's a lot of them that have some sort of guarantee now you have to watch out for which type the variable annuities have a lot of fees. Uh, they're tied into they're still in the stock market, so you, of course you get the risk of the stock market. They usually put some sort of protection or income guarantee on that, but the total cost is typically about 3 to 4% a year, which is a lot of money. <laughs> so, you know, on 100 grand that's yeah, 3500 4000 a year. That's not going to be a great investment just because of with those high costs how how can it, you know, grow very fast, right? So, you know, with the index kind, the fixed index kind, those are the ones that typically have been earning the most and they typically have the highest guarantees. And so what they'll do is they'll have some sort of provision that says maybe after five years, you can take X dollars for the rest of your life and it's just going to keep paying out. And so that's one of the great tools that you can do is have some sort of income that you cannot mess up, that can't stop, that has to keep going. And and again, that's all part of that income plan. So if you create that blueprint to worry less wealth, where you can worry less about your money and more about having fun, first and foremost, we're going to create that income plan. We're going to figure out how much income do you need for the rest of your life. Then the investment plans. How are we going to get that invest that income for the rest of your life? Look at the taxes, healthcare, legacy issues. And that's the five areas of the blueprint to worry less wealth. All you have to do is uh, give us a call. We'll get together. 800 454 1184-800-454-1184 or go online to wealthcreatorradio.com against wealthcreatorradio.com
1: issuing insurer.
2: And we are back. I'm Lou M. Fulmer talking today with the founder of Heckman Financial, Eric Heckman. And Eric gives you solid, independent, personalized financial advice. He's a well-known speaker and he's an author too. And he can provide you with advice to get you to and through retirement with Worry Less Wealth. So we're talking about the three stages of retirement. We have the go-go years, your slow-go years, and then the stage that comes next, and that is the won't-go years. Really, probably the most important plan that you have to figure out. So, Eric, how do you stress to clients that they should have strategies in place to help ensure that they are covered for this last stage of retirement?
3: Yeah, well, this is the stage that really, none of us really want to talk about, right? So it's a little tougher. And usually it's when your health's not so great. Uh, You may or may not be widowed by this point. And, you know, you, you really have to figure out, you know, how are you going to get the quality of life you want? What are you going to be doing? And more importantly, really, who's around to help you? I mean, I've got one client here that they their kids are down in Southern California. They're going down to visit them. And then they're, I don't know if she calls her an aunt or something, but just somebody who she's cared for a lot. You know, they had to, she's in a home right now and they had to come back up to help her and do all this stuff for her. And it's very nice of them to do it. They're not related technically, but. You know, it's it's nice if you can have a friend like that, but if you don't, you know, who's going to be there to help you? Who's going to be there to help take care of you? You know, you want to really make sure you have all the financial and legal stuff set up right. You know, you want to have a power of attorney. You want to have, you know, trust set up ideally. You know, who's going to be making decisions for you? You know, there's just a lot of things to be thinking about. And and so it's it's one of those ones where if you've done well and you've done planning way ahead of time, you know, it all works out. But. If you haven't, it can be very ugly and kind of sticky and, you know, not so fun. So, you know, this is one of those ones where you don't want to ignore it. You do want to do some planning and, and you know, make sure that you have somehow some plan for that cost to be taken care of. And, you know, probably one of the best tools I like is, um, you know, most people want to stay home. They don't want to go to some you know, some care facility or something. And one of the best tools is there's actually a life insurance tool that uh, that, that can be used instead of long-term care. It's basically one that's, that's designed just for long-term care. It doesn't really give you much death benefit, but it gives you a ton of long-term care benefit. And the reason I like that one is that you can just pay for it once, you're done, there's no ongoing payments, and the insurance company can't mess with you and they can't raise your rates or change the coverage which they can really do with with most other plans out there today. So there are some options in terms of financial, but uh really it's, it's more, more about planning and making sure you have your wishes known and that you have somebody there for you and you know at least have some options there and that, that's probably the most critical part.
2: Eric, I'm sitting here thinking, you know, my goodness, the longer somebody lives, we have to deal with inflation. So that's still going to be sort of bothersome in their retirement plan, isn't it? How do you help someone deal with that in this latter stage of life the those that won't go years? Yeah, well,
3: over 20 years, usually you lose anywhere from a third to half of your spending power. So that, that can be a pretty big hit. And so if you retired on a fixed amount of dollars, you know, you're not living, able to spend much now. So you do need to have something along the way that's increasing. You know you have Social Security that gives you a little bit of an increase, but not much. I mean, the government's always playing with it and manipulating it. And so really, you want to have something on your own. Ideally, if you have like one of those guaranteed type of annuities, it's giving you some extra floor of income. So if you've got an extra guaranteed 1000 2000 a month coming in, that's really helpful. If you have some of these steady income tools that we use, a lot of times those are tied to real estate investments and other things. You know, those as inflation goes up, tend to be worth more, so they're able to pay out more and kind of keep up with that inflation. But you know, that is one of those critical things because uh, you know, just think twenty years ago, what were you making then compared to today, and would you want to be able to live on that that money that you used to make twenty years ago? And probably the answer is no. So it's going to be the same thing in retirement, but Even worse.
2: Speaking of insurance, um, it's very, very important that you have your beneficiaries right on the accounts, right?
3: Yeah, so you want to make sure everything's set up correctly. Uh, You know, how are you leaving money behind? You know, I mean, there's a lot of different tools there that you can use. Uh, You know, with you know, obviously, you just want to make sure the right people are getting those monies over over time, especially over 20, 30 years. Maybe some of those beneficiaries aren't alive anymore. Yeah, so you might need to be making changes there too. You know, lots of times too, there's other tools that you could use, uh, you know, like lots of times, um, you know, if you're trying to give away more money and leave more of a legacy, you know, that's where you could have been funding life insurance in in your earlier years in 50s and 60s. Pretty tough to, you know, be funding something like that in your 80s, (laughs) you know, ain't going to happen, right? So, Yeah, that's one of the things that I run into a lot of times is people say, oh, when should I get rid of this term insurance? Or, you know, somebody was just recently had somebody who's trying to really leave a legacy for their family, but they're using term insurance that expires or not expires, but jumps up every five years. And it's getting to be an insane premium. I'm just like, this is not the right tool. (laughs) You have to have something permanent if you really want to try to leave that behind. So, you know, life insurance gets to be a tough decision too, because of, the fact that at some point you you, you know you're not going to pay for life insurance anymore unless you had somewhere you actually paid for it and you know own it. So if it's the permit kind, you might be able to, but if it's the term kind, there will be an age where you you will get rid of it and you probably won't have it in those you know those won't go years. So again, all this really requires planning. I mean, it always comes down to that. I know it's annoying. <laughs> it's not the not the answer you want, right? Can I just push a button and have it all done? It's not like Amazon where it just comes tomorrow if I push the button. You know, what you have to do is sit down and and what we do here at Heckman Financial is we create that blueprint to worry less wealth or we can have people worry less about their retirement and more about having fun and enjoying life. And so first we create that income plan, make sure you have that money set up the right way. Look at the investments that are generating that income. Look at the tax ramifications all along the way. Obviously, look at healthcare, legacy planning all those issues. And what we do is we sit down, we show you this 15, 20 page customized document after our first visit. And then it's up to you if you want to work with us or not. Again, there's no cost, no obligation. All you have to do is give us a call, leave us a message at 800-454-1184, 800-454-1184. Or you can even book your meeting online at wealthcreatorradio.com. It's wealthcreatorradio.com.
2: Eric, let's get into legacy planning. What do you address when you look at legacy planning?
3: Well, the hard part for, I mean, if, if somebody's taken the time and done the things they need to do, which is create, get that living trust set up, you know, get all those legal documents, almost no attorney does anything at all in terms of actually doing all the, the paperwork. So most of them will change your house title into the name of your trust, and that's it. So now your IRAs, all your you know, bank accounts, your investment accounts, but sometimes they do it wrong. I mean, the worst case I just saw is I had a client that actually went to somebody who helps people supposedly sleep well. Uh, he's got a radio show. He's mostly an attorney. And what he, they did is they, they put the first beneficiary is the trust and the second beneficiary is their children. The trust doesn't die. So there was no point having this second oh, beneficiary. Nice. And the worst part is this was an IRA, which was supposed to go to the husband. <laughs> and so, and they're the ones who opened the account, you know, the, the legal office. So it was kind of crazy. So yeah, you, what you want to do is typically for IRA assets, there's a lot of tax benefits. If you're going to name a beneficiary, those ones usually you want the actual people. So your you know, your spouse, then your children, if they're grown. Now, if they're under 18, you might want to have a trust in something else because you need somebody to run the money for them. But usually once they're grown, you usually want them to be you know, tax-wise, you want them to be the direct beneficiaries. Now, for your other assets, no, they need to be in that trust. And lots of times people have the trust and the trust is like a funnel, but if nothing's going in the funnel, nothing goes through it. And so it's a useless document unless you actually have stuff in it. And so probably the biggest one that people screw up on is the employee stock purchase plan. Uh, those can be in trusts. Uh, lot of, lots of companies around here use E-Trade. E-Trade has no problem putting it in a trust, but they don't, typically won't let you put it in a joint account, which is funny. But the trust is a joint account, so they'll let you put it in there. But yeah they won't let you put it in joints, so really what you want to do is put that make sure you get that in the right name and have all these assets in the right spots. I mean, my own aunt, when my uncle died, they'd worked both worked for g e after he passed away. they were going through his his desk drawers and they found over a hundred grand of g e stock certificates, you know the old paper kind sitting in a file folder uh and they weren't in their family trust they weren't you know most of them actually had the his ben his brother, his co-owner who died 10 years earlier. And so it took us about 10 months of legal proceedings to get that all in her name, just so she could turn around and sell it. And luckily she sold it when she did because G was going down then and got even worse. So, you know, that's the hard part is if you don't have these little things, I mean, they've been married for over 25 years, (laughs) you know? So, so again, it all comes down to Planning, you know, so you gotta create that blueprint to worry less wealth so you worry less about your retirement, more about having fun and enjoying life. We wanna create that income plan, that investment plan, taxes, healthcare, legacy planning, all wrapped into one, all customized to you, no cost, no obligation. All you do is sit, sit a first meeting with us, we go over what's going on in your situation, then the next meeting we actually show you this plan, and that's up to you if you want to work with us or not. So again, just give us a call eight hundred four five four or go online to wealthcreatorradio.com against wealthcreatorradio.com
4: imagine for a moment that an intense storm is pounding your house will the roof leak will the siding peel away what about your basement will it flood if your house is properly built and maintained you'll be fine but what about your 401k or your investments your retirement income the stock market has had a great run the last few years But is its current turmoil making you feel uneasy? Are you confident your portfolio is built to weather a financial storm? Now may be a great time to get a second opinion on your retirement strategy. Call Eric Heckman of Heckman Financial and Insurance Services, 408-297-9800. His team will examine your portfolio and show you if your investments are in need of some weatherproofing. Don't let your retirement get caught in the rain. Call 408-297-9800. Heckman Financial and Insurance Services, Inc. is a registered investment advisory firm. We are an independent financial services firm helping individuals create retirement strategies using a variety of investment and insurance products to custom suit their needs and objectives. California Insurance License Number 0E89971.
2: Welcome back to Wealth Creator Radio with Eric Heckman. Eric is in his 26th year at Heckman Financial, helping people retire every single day. And today, we have been talking about the three various stages of retirement, the go-go years, the slow-go years, and the won't-go years. But before we wrap up our show, Eric, it's time for another one of your retirement success stories. Why don't you tell us about it?
3: Yeah, well, one of mine's a I don't know if it's fully retirement. <laughs> so uh it's it's a client of mine who, who sold out from down here, wanted to move up to the Reno area. And kind of the fun part about Facebook I guess is seeing my clients and what they're posting when they're on trips or other stuff. And, of course, for her and her new home there, she's experiencing her first taste of uh, what a real winter is. Since in the Bay Area, we don't really have those tough, tough winters and don't have snow on our front lawn or anything like that. Or, why? No, she posted something one day where she, you know, plowed everything out, and then by that evening it was all back again. She's kind of wondering why she bothered. But she's actually still working part-time. She actually went off and got another job because she kind of wanted to keep going. But now she's living the kind of more of the lifestyle she wants to do. So now she's working because she wants to, not because she's got, got to, which I think's probably almost the number one definition for, I think, for most people for retirement today is not having to work, but wanting to work at something you want to be doing versus something you got to be doing. <laughs> and so th- that's the nice thing. She's in the spot she wants to be. She's now free from California taxes, which is helpful. She's definitely you know, a little cooler right now than she was before. And, you know, probably be a lot hotter this summer, but yeah, she's in the spot she wants to be and, you know, doing the things she wants to do. And so, you know, I I think that's kind of more and more going to be the definition of retirement where people don't, you know, they may move to the retirement location, but they may not stop working. They may be still doing stuff, maybe still, you know, working for a fun job and, you know, just still doing things, still keeping active, but just not the traditional thing That we've always thought about is, you know, I mean, I don't think anybody today wants to retire and sit on a, you know, the rocking chair on the front porch anymore. And, you know, whittling. I don't know. Yeah, whittling. Yeah. Did people, I guess people used to actually do that. I I don't know. I don't know if they really did, or we just always had that picture in our head. Maybe so. Yeah, I haven't whittled since I was in Boy Scouts. I don't think so. It's been
2: a long time for me. I was probably Girl Scouts, Eric.
3: Yeah. Plus, you end up cutting your fingers. That's not so good. No. But, but yeah. So, so, I mean, it's going to be more about having fun, just enjoying things and, and doing what you. You want to do that's the nice thing is I mean for her we'd already had the plan we already had the plan for income we're just not turning it all in I mean she's getting some income now but we're not using it and we can turn it on anytime so it's kind of like a faucet it's flowing but right now it's filling up the tub of of her money and then whenever we want we can start draining some out to to use so you know that's the nice part about having a plan because you know you can do this. If you didn't know you could do this, then it's really scary, right? So, if all of a sudden you move and yeah, you're getting a job that's maybe not as much income, and yeah, now how did that screw me up for retirement? You know, if you're doing all that stuff without having that that plan in place, it it can be tough. And you know, again, so so that's really why. You know, I spent the time to create this this blueprint to worry less wealth because my mom used to always say, "Now how are we going to retire? You know, well, how am I going to live on this stuff?" You know, and she was, uh, I always called her our chief worrying officer. And so that's that's really what I want to give people is the ability not to have to worry so much in retirement. So that's why we create that income plan, that investment, tax, healthcare, legacy plan. There's no cost, no obligation. All you got to do is give us a call, leave us a message at 800-454-1184, 800-454-1184. Or you can go online and even book online now at wealthcreatorradio.com. It's
5: wealthcreatorradio.com. Information provided during Wealth Creator Radio is for illustrative purposes only and does not constitute investment, tax, or legal advice. Information has been obtained from sources that are deemed to be reliable, but their accuracy and completeness cannot be guaranteed. Always consult with a qualified investment, legal, or tax professional before taking any action.